0: Hey there, welcome to Sunday Brunch, a conversation over coffee between friends where we discuss everything from foundation to food. This week, we are doing sort of similar to like the last episode to do with resilience where we did like a little questionnaire. And And then we discussed it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the same thing where there's like a little quiz and yeah. We're going to see
1: how resilient y'all are. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's been a while. It has. So thanks for dealing with us because it's been a hot minute. Um, it's like what mid semester. I had a wedding to go to. Um,
1: um, there was something else that I had. You went
0: away. I went away. Yeah. yeah. So there's was been a lot. Really nice. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, the coast was lovely. Tea up. Went to Rockhampton. What oh, was that? that
0: was. It was hot and dry. Like yeah. What can you expect? It was actually quite cool in the mornings though, like cooler than here. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was nice to go for a run mm-hmm. and you know where I am here where if you don't wake up early enough and the sun's up it's bad you're just you can't you have to wait till the afternoon to go for a run yep. otherwise it's just the worst so there when the sun I, I don't know if the sun comes up a bit later or if just the way that the trees are where we were staying on the river maybe it just meant that I could go for a run at like eight o'clock and it was just fine that's the dream yeah. I actually had
1: to get a gym membership this week because I'm worried about how hot it's getting already yeah yeah And unless you get up 4.35, which like a lot of the days I do, but on the weekends, unless you get up that early, you can't go for a run at 10. Yeah. Because it's just too hot. And then I worry about my skin, Mm -hmm. like burning. The aging factor. The aging factor. (laughs) But then I don't want to have to put on like so (laughs) much sunscreen just to go for a run. It just seems more effort. Whereas if I'm undercover, at least
0: I know I'm not getting burnt or doing damage like that. I've got tan, like tan lines already. Really? Yeah on my from my watch I have it on my watch too um I yeah. have it sort of like I don't know you can see it yeah the straps from the bit, exercise yeah, top it's a bit whiter yeah it's not super obvious yet but I can just tell yeah. it's going to get bad I
1: think the one from my watch though because I faked tan I think it it's not actually
0: the difference between my skin tone uh, and my real skin it's tone it's just the fake
1: tan rubbing off which okay. makes me feel a bit better because I don't really go outside that much mine's
0: definitely <laughs> real yeah but
1: like <laughs> not that we're advocates for anyone tanning but no. you definitely have skin that's more susceptible and able to tan than yeah <laughs>
0: mine I don't tan at all. like I don't lie out tanning yeah I just go for a run and just doing that makes yeah it
1: gives you color any color
0: yeah yeah no it's a it's a good thing to have I suppose yeah
1: I'm like it takes a lot for me to burn I definitely go brown first which is surprising but like my mum's side of the family is definitely like more um like we obviously got very dark features Mm. so clearly there's something there that gives me that little bit of a range but I also get like freckles very easily so I'm like even though I do tan and I don't worry about the I don't have to worry about the burn and even doctors have been like yeah it's like you're very lucky that you Mm. don't but I don't want to risk it just because you will get wrinkles (laughs) so it's just I don't Yeah, it's a little reminder to wear your SPF basically.
0: Definitely. I think it's gonna be a hot one this summer too. Yeah, it's
1: already really dry. I was just driving back from like another inner suburb of Brisbane and there's a place near here where there's a beautiful lagoon and Mm. all of the grass is already scorched earth. And I'm like, oh my god, it's not even official summer. But in Queensland we normally get rain in summer, so, so that's hopefully. good. Yeah, so winter is our dry season, which I like because yeah. it leads we're not cold and wet. wet. <laughs> Whereas in the southern states where it actually gets cold.
0: And wet. I can't imagine
1: <laughs> it raining as well. That just doesn't seem right to me. No. <laughs> Whereas here, like, there's nothing like an afternoon storm.
0: Yeah, it's actually the best thing. Yeah. The and then thing, everything
1: feels good after it.
0: The only thing it's bad for is if you want to go for an afternoon run.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like always around 3 p.m. If you go at six, you'll be fine. But it's like when school's finishing and it's just been stinking hot all day. And then, yeah.
0: So And you can already tell that it's more summery because I don't know if you're the same, but when it's summer, our dinners get pushed back. Yes. Just naturally. We don't even try to, but dinners are already being pushed back. Like I think two months or even last month we were having dinner at like 5.36. Yeah. And now we're having dinner at like (laughs) 7.38.
1: Yeah. So last night I came home from work and we set up some furniture just because I didn't finish work till five. And then you get home at 5.30 and then it was eight o'clock and we were making dinner, Mm. which I'm normally so hungry by then. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you go beyond hunger... Yeah, and you're and just like, this is fine. So we sat down to eat dinner and all of the shows, like the block and everything was wrapping up. And oh
0: my God, it's nearly <laughs> nine o'clock.
1: So yeah, I agree because it looks light outside, but mm-hmm. it's only 5.30.
0: There's a part of me that like wants us to do daylight savings. Oh yes, because, absolutely. like it just means that we'll be more in line with, you know, New South Wales and Victoria, mm. which I don't see why we shouldn't be. And then when we actually go like, wake up in the morning, the sun's not as harsh. Yeah. Because it's that much earlier. And then the only annoying thing is then when you're having dinner at seven, it's light, but then it's sort of nice. That's nice
1: because I like it for the safety aspect because it means more people will be out later. So you can feasibly go for a run at 7.38 and there'll be people everywhere.
0: Or you can go for a walk after dinner. Yeah. And it's it's still light and there's still
1: people around. So as someone, like as a woman that wants to run, (laughs) I can see the benefits of that. Um. And also like the sun's up whether you like it or not. So it's just a matter of like adjusting your body clock by one tiny hour
0: i honestly don't know why they haven't done it already
1: it didn't pass referendums yeah north queensland didn't want it so i think i was watching something and they divided queensland into two different render referendums and mm. southern queensland was all for it of course okay. because we have people that live in cool and gutter and border yeah. towns that have to work in places of employment with different times mm-hmm. which is like crazy um and then but northern Queensland obviously doesn't want
0: it because their son's so harsh so what like why I guess if you wake up I'm just trying to work out like why waking up earlier would be worse if their son's harsher well or because just be because
1: <laughs> yeah I know but I guess I
0: don't know they so, were just you against what it. I mean, Like yeah. I'm confused because. Yeah.
1: Though I never understood why we don't have it because obviously yeah. New South Wales handles it just fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they have like country towns and stuff like that. Yeah, and
1: they do farming. So I've never really understood why we've been against it. But I definitely think it's something that would be beneficial, especially, ugh, I don't know. I just it's think just it would confusing. be a nightmare if you worked somewhere across the border. Yeah. That was on a different time schedule.
0: Yeah. Between. <sighs> yeah. Yeah.
1: How do you deal with that?
0: It's too hard maybe we need to ask somebody who does yeah. it message us if and you're across weddings too hmm? because remember my wedding was in technically in New South Wales and yes. I was so lucky because I didn't even think about it when I did the invitations or anything and then I had to check like two weeks before the wedding and I was like oh my gosh is it is it going to be daylight savings or not because they would run they run off New South Wales time yeah so that would have had to be in something that we would have had to tell everybody to be there like Queen. Like, I don't know how you communicate that. Do yeah, you, know you I just mean? do
1: Queensland time, New South Wales time. It's so confusing. Yeah. Messages if you know <laughs> things about daylight saving. Um, <laughs>
0: what have you been watching, reading, listening to? I was just trying to find what I have been watching. I started watching this new show on Netflix, which I have stopped because it was so weird. It's called Ner, I think it's called Ratchet. And it's like um, called like Nurse Ratchet or something. Oh my gosh!
1: Yes, it's all about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's a revisited One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yep. off, um, yeah. Off. It's not for the faint story From a story,
0: uh, from a book or something. And oh my gosh, it is the. It's crazy, thing. right? And I, I thought it would sort of get better. So I got up to episode four, like the start of episode four. So I watched three episodes, and there's a part of me that wants to keep watching it because I'm sort of like, oh, I want to see what's. Going to happen in it, but then there's a part of me that's just like this is so weird. I feel so uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, like it's weird. Yeah, but I haven't really been watching a lot of like Netflix and stuff because there wasn't a lot of new there hasn't stuff been that I for really ages. was interested in. Yeah, and then I saw it come up on like a Facebook post or something, and then I was like, oh, I'll like try and watch it, um, because it just seemed to be like a lot of. I don't know, people making comments about it and stuff. So I was like, Oh, I'll just see what it's like. And I've just not been able to go back to it yeah. since. And then I started watching Enola Holmes. Is that good? It's just cute. Like yeah. it's wholehearted. It's nice. Like there's nothing wrong with like a it's it's a nicer version of like a Sherlocky kind of one. The yeah. Sherlock ones, um, are really good but they're more murder based and stuff like that yeah where she's trying to find her like mum who sort of ran away um and it seems like her mum is trying to like plan a revolution or su- like a women's movement or mm-hmm. something like that so it's sort of interesting it's at a time when um like girls were just silent yeah you know what i mean like they and had it's, to go it's to millie, finishing school it's millie bobby
1: brown that's the main
0: actress, right? From Stranger Things. So. Yeah. I've not watched Stranger Things, but she's great. I yeah. really like her in it. She's got a good like presence to be who she is. Yeah. You know, she can switch between um, the different personalities that I suppose she needs to have. Cause she sort of pretends to be like a boy Yeah, and then so that she can run away and then, you know, um, she's really suited to the role and I really like it. I think um, she
1: has a good energy. Yeah. And she's yeah. quite quick because I know there's some pieces that are directly to camera. It like breaks the third wall yes. breaks the fourth wall because it you know that like she's monologues. she's aware that you're there. Mm-hmm. Um and she I think it takes quite a talented actor to do that. So mm. clearly like I think she helped produce it or write it or something as well. Yeah,
0: it's really good. And then I started watching Des on Stan which is about a serial killer. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's a true crime drama. I'm just reading the little description. It's a true crime drama and it's about one of the most infamous criminal cases in the UK history. So, um I don't really know like I'm just up to episode 2 and it's sort of about this guy who he spent like he murdered like I don't know 20 people or something over 3 or 4 years, mm. maybe a bit longer, but no one knew about it until and he'd murder a whole bunch of people and keep them all in his house until it got too smelly, and then he'd, like, cut them up and then, like, burn them or just bury them or whatever. It was so Why are you weird. watching this? Well, it's it's not actually about that. Okay. It's about, like, the criminal investigation. Oh, right, okay. So it's not, like... Like, kind of, like, making yeah, a murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not actually about, like, that gross part it's Mm -hmm. it's almost more like um uh not not like you know the oj simpson true crime story where it's like following the case it's sort of like that where it's following the case and trying they're trying to piece together what's happening okay so it's not actually like about the crime um happening it's about trying to work out why and how the crime has happened and and this guy can't even the the criminal he doesn't even realize what's wrong with him kind of yeah you know Um, but, and he's like, I don't actually know why I do it. I don't even know why. Mm. And which is weird because like you sometimes think people are aware of what they're doing, but I guess if they have a mental illness, like they might actually not be, Yeah, you know? So it's quite interesting. I sort of like psychological, like I like that sort of criminal, um, psychology side of You're much better
1: at consuming things like that.
0: Yeah. 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 I like that stuff. Sort of stuff like, and that's why I like Sherlock Holmes and yeah. That's why I was like, I'll watch Enola Holmes. Yeah, but I've watched a lot of content. I have not watched anything. <laughs> Plus the YouTube that I always watch.
1: Yeah. Whereas I haven't opened YouTube in oh my <laughs> gosh. how long?
0: Sarah's day did a update Renault. Okay. On their backyard, right. so it's looking really cute. But oh my gosh, the amount of money that they would be spending. Oh, on I know.
1: It. Once you start oh. looking, like I've been big into IKEA lately. Yeah. And once you start seeing how much a plastic container costs, you really get an idea. (laughs) You really get an idea of how much it costs to
0: do something like that. Once we did our landscaping project, I can just really see how you can spend easily. So like we've done a landscaping project here. Oh my gosh, everything adds up. It's crazy. Like the thought of renovating or building or anything right now is just turns me off. Mm. Like I really want to, But I'm like, I don't want to do it unless I have a like a lot of money. Yeah, um,
1: we need to get a TV mounted, so it's on a it's on a yeah
0: yeah like even the mounting bracket costs like three four hundred dollars. It
1: costs five hundred dollars to have the TV mounted.
0: Like, wait, are you paying someone to mount it? Yeah,
1: because it's into a like a a hard wall, wall, and you need to mounting mounting a TV requires having Mm -hmm. electricity connected. And I just thought it would be a really simple process, but mm. there are whole companies devoted to mounting TVs Yeah, and it's $500.
0: Especially if you don't have, so when we built this house, like my parents' house, they, we specifically where we're going to mount the TVs, put, um, electricity there. Yeah. Put yeah. electricity there, but also we put, um, hard wood yeah. behind it so that we had somewhere for the mounting brackets to go on, Yeah, because they can't just be drilled into the rock. Yeah. They, or, whatever well, it's too heavy yeah so yeah they have to be drilled into beams or something or other so yeah. we just put a whole board there so it's like everywhere you can just drill into it yeah it's just yeah.
1: it's not that simple so that gave me a really good starting point for understanding how much everything in life costs yeah because it's not cheap and also you can spend like a couple of hundred dollars at ikea so quickly
0: oh like just on napkin rings yeah like-
1: <laughs> yeah so it's i crazy. i have a lot of respect for people that work hard and earn what they deserve. But at the same time, I almost recognize that people who hustle and make a lot out of very little. I Mm. respect that more. Like I'm obsessed with tiny houses. How people turn a caravan into this amazing, incredible living space because I think
0: so many people have been doing that. You have no
1: resources, very little resources. You have very little space and yet you can make something really amazing out of that. So that's more my style.
0: You would love, you should watch this video on YouTube. It's Mr. Kate and they Mm -hmm. do like Renault, like they do little like, um, Room makeovers and like little Renault series and stuff like that. And they did this one, you know, in America they have these things called slipstreams. Yep. The caravans that are silver. And there's like a bullet classic. Yeah. The super classic one. And they bought one of those like secondhand and they stripped it out and redid the whole thing. Cause they do, they travel around for Renault series and stuff. And they just recently had a baby. So they wanted to have their own camper trailer. That's like their second home when they're away. So they're comfortable with their child and it is so cool. Like how it turned out. So you would love that. Yeah. Definitely watch that one. I love
1: looking at things like that. Yeah. I have, so I have been watching The Block, but whatever. I don't really like any of the couples on it this year. Yeah. It's really hard to get into something when, oh, there's, I just don't have strong feelings about them. And it yeah. was the same with The Bachelor. So that finished. I
0: saw the winner. I didn't watch any of it. Yeah. You didn't miss
1: anything. It was also just as vacant of any sort of depth.
0: I felt really bad for the girl who lost though, because I saw the clip on Facebook or whatever of him breaking up with her. And there was no, like, real reason. And then the fact that apparently he told her that he loved her. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about the girls. So I just saw him breaking up with her. And when she was like, why? And he was like, you just didn't give me, like, I guess, direction. I didn't watch the episode before, so I have no idea what it means. Yeah. But I was like, why? is That's, like, a terrible reason. Like, I I get it. But also at
1: the same time, you put your hand up to have your heart broken when you sign up for the show number one number two I think any adult will tell you that there are so many emotions that you can't name and Mm. sometimes you have a gut feeling as to why you have to pick one person after another if anyone's ever used a dating app you've made the choice Mm -hmm. like anyone that's ever had multiple people to pick from has Mm -hmm. picked someone over someone else like it's the same thing that happens with a job interview you can really like two candidates but something about you there's someone always has the other edge because no two people are the same so I'm kind of like I get it. You can love two people at once. Yeah. I haven't, but like, I'm sure that you can because love is not a, it's not a number. It's not something precise. It's not
0: Love binary. is a spectrum. Yeah.
1: And you can have two people in that field and one person is higher. So
0: yeah.
1: I was just like, whatever. He didn't pick you. Apparently, yeah. like, you know, she was contracted apparently to be on the show. I'm not sure if that's correct or not. Like, who's yeah. to say? And awful for her but i heard her interviewed by shameless this morning so this is bella she was interviewed by shameless for in conversation and she even says that now she's happy she didn't win yeah so and i think what's really sad for me is that there was drama between bella and Irina, the person who won Mm. and it's really sad because all the bachelor does is pit women against women and in 2020 we don't need that we should be lifting one another up so the whole the whole franchise is outdated Mm. um but all it did was detract from the actual love story, if there was one, between the winner and the bachelor. Yeah. And all this talk does is diminish the winner. Like, never before, apart from last year when Abby lost, came second. Yeah. That was another case where the person who was runner-up actually got a lot more airtime than the person who won. Yeah. Because the p- person that won in both instances has been a lot more reserved and a lot quieter. Mm. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, but it must detract from their sense of not satisfaction because I guess they got what they wanted in the end and that was that person Mm. but I do feel a bit sorry for them because just because a guy chose them over the other girl doesn't mean the woman is bad it means the guy made some really questionable choices and instead of focusing on the guy we tend to go why did she win over her and it's just it's really reductionist so Mm. it was disappointing and he was not a bachelor that I enjoyed watching i
0: I didn't like it. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> there was just, in, at least in past seasons, I've been thinking, he's a really nice guy that deserves a really nice woman and this yeah. is a really nice relationship. I didn't see that at all. Yeah. So good riddance. That's done. Um, I have read a lot. So the less TV I watch, the more I read. Mm. And I finished City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert and I loved it because it's definitely a character-driven book. It's not plot-based. Yeah. The plot is like, okay, very believable. Yeah just like life, I Mm. guess. But what Elizabeth Gilbert does is she makes life seem incredibly interesting through the eyes of very interesting characters. Mm. So this was fictional. She also wrote Eat, Pray, Love, which was Mm -hmm. non-fictional, but she has the ability to build characters that change over time. And the main character in this book was someone that underwent significant change in who she was as a person triggered by one key event. And it's an older person reflecting on their life and writing about it to a younger person, Mm -hmm. which I really liked because there's some key moments of perspective that are golden, like very beautiful sentiments. So, I would highly recommend that because the writing is beautiful and so easy to read. Like, Mm. you just keep flicking the pages. And then um, one of my friends, as well as my mom, recommended Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm-hmm. So that's been a really popular book by Delia Owens and like it's no secret that it's popular. Everyone knows it's popular, mm-hmm. but I would say the hype definitely lives up to the expectations that I had. Yeah. It's based about it's based in North Carolina in the marshland in the 1960s and 70s mm-hmm. and it's about a girl whose whole family basically desert her and she's left living in the swamp region. Oh, wow. But um she makes this incredible life for herself and it sort of becomes a love story gone wrong. Was she
0: young when... She was
1: really young. Yeah. She was like a primary school student when she was oh, left wow. alone. And um, there's members of the community that really looked out for her. But then also she's a bit of a freak because yeah. she lives in the marshes. So she's unfairly maligned. And there's a lot of... Um, similarities drawn between the way colored people which Mm. they were referred to then and her were treated and it was in a very similar way because they were outcasts they weren't Mm. welcome in the main town and it's this like very marshy swampy region with women stomping around in heels and matching suits to go get their groceries like it's very segregated Mm. um and there's sort of a love story that gets entangled and a murder trial (laughs) so it's got everything Mm. um but i've nearly finished it so i've absolutely sped through it and it's really really good yeah. there's like if you like the environment and you like learning about animals it's a weird sub thread but I would definitely recommend it because you pick up little things about the environment because this girl obviously becomes someone heavily invested in the environment seeing as yeah. it's her only ally that she's really got left yeah. and Um, The science interwoven in it is really interesting. You've learned some cool facts. Yeah. Um, But you get an appreciation for the environment as well. And it's just really... There's some really wholesome characters, which I really love reading. I hate reading things where no one is good. Yeah. And that's why I probably... That's why I I hated The Bachelor this year because I couldn't get behind anyone. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's my reading um podcasts I've been a bit slack too just because I've been with people a lot yeah the more I'm alone the more I listen to because I'm not being
0: rude busy studying and yeah
1: and like like on holidays with people so I'm kind of behind on that as well but it's good because I've got like a solid amount banked up for runs and whatnot I started
0: reading a book
1: what was it
0: it's um It's actually one that you sent me that somebody recommended. You know that post? So I have a shopping addiction. Oh, my gosh. Of course you're
1: reading a nonfiction book.
0: I – look. She loves information. I like information. And I think we all – if I'm going to read something, I don't have a lot of time. If I'm going to read something, like, I really want to read this book desperately, and I've only read, like, the first 20 pages. Yeah. And I've had it for three days. In the last two days, I've said – I need to sit down and read this book. But by the time I do everything for the day, I just don't have time. It's actually crazy. So if I'm going to read something, it has to be something that I'm really invested in Mm -hmm. um, for, like, self-improvement or whatever. Probably people can't relate to this because... I just feel like I'm so weird like that. Like, I have time for games and watching movies, but then I'm like, I don't have time to read a fictional book. Mm. I'm just like, I want to read something that's, like, so factual or whatever. But I um, – you sent it to me through a post that somebody wrote because I have a serious shopping addiction, which I think we've probably discussed on this podcast that I get packages that arrive, like, every, like, other day. Or How's every that day. going? It's going good. Like, I mean, I've stopped shopping as often. Maybe <laughs> We need to do an episode on my yeah. shopping. Yeah, people are probably
1: thinking this is funny, but it can actually
0: be really serious, guys. So it's so it's not even that I shop for. Um, I just shop when I'm bored. Yeah, and it's like. I'm very fortunate that I'm not shopping myself into debt. Yeah, that's very very lucky. Like,
1: but people that like people have done that before. Mm-hmm. So that's like, why I like, mean, if you we're really not taking light of it. A yeah, we're not you taking light of it because it can be really serious. So yeah.
0: So there was this um, post that Lauren sent me from Leah Campbell, and um, yeah, she I don't know what she Leah Campbell. Learned. Yeah, she's a beauty oh, editor. For, oh, I think she's a beauty Lee A Campbell. That's her post That's her Instagram page. So it's Lee Campbell. Yeah. Executive editor at Mamma Mia. Yep. She's beauty great. expert, podcast host, snack fluencer. I like that. I yeah. should I should do you that. You should be that I should yeah. be that too. <laughs> Healthy snack fluenza. <laughs> Literally just Cobb's popcorn. But I decided to read this book because it sounded like she so she did this post about how she had like a shopping addiction too, basically, and um, that she read a book that made her I suppose, change her mindset um, and look at things differently. And I decided that I would read that book too. And Mm -hmm. it was actually sort of, it's not, I had to order online from Booktopia because I just wanted to have the book because I find if I get it on my phone or a Kindle, I just don't think to pick it up Yeah. because I don't see it there. Yeah. Like it's not...
1: Not as obvious. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I got it. um, And it's, I think it'll be really, really good. It's like a almost like a self-help book. What's it called? (laughs) It's called, um, Hacking the American Mind. And it's by, oh, let me just check. Uh, it's, it's by Dr. I'm going to guess Robert H. Lustig. If you got that right, I'm so impressed.
1: From the title, (laughs) I sort of glean that it's all about capitalism and unpicking capitalism because that's traditionally a very American ideal and like the need for more. No, it's not
0: no um so it's about let me just google the title properly um this is some good content yeah this is so (laughs) interesting (laughs) oh so the hacking of the american mind and yeah robert h lustig Mm, she got got it right so it's actually about how um advertising has been and like how i don't even know how to really describe this so it's you know how we get influenced yeah. by influences and blah, blah, blah. So American companies basically started doing this from like yeah, the 60s. Because of capitalism. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the so, need, the drive
1: to make more money, which yeah, is what they're trying to do.
0: But he's not doing it in that. He's doing it more in a psychological sense of yeah. how it triggers your dopamine yeah. and serotonin. Most of
1: advertising is based around that same psychology. Yeah. So yep.
0: he's, he's a pediatrician um, and he actually just, he was writing a book about sugar and children's addiction to sugar and how it's a bad thing and how to help children not be addicted to sugar because he's a pediatrician who specializes in research or something and mm-hmm. while he was researching for that he found he uncovered like all of this stuff of how they actually get kids to be addicted to sugar yeah and then how these companies or all, all a lot of companies are actually just using that strategy to get you to be like basically addicted to buying their products. Yeah, you know.
1: So the social is it the social dilemma? Is that on Stan or Netflix yes. at the moment? That Have you basi- it? No, I'm I'm planning Maybe to. We should watch
0: it and we and can, we can talk discuss
1: it. But yeah. that's basically all about how social media aims to get you addicted because you're mm. worth more to capitalism and society when you're on your phone than when you're not. Yeah,
0: yeah. So basically. The way that the book is, it's in five parts. And I don't remember this clearly because I haven't read the five parts, obviously, yeah. but basically it's a breakdown of, um, how your brain actually works, your serotonin and your, um, what was the other one that I said? Serotonin dopamine, and dopamine mm-hmm. how they work and how they respond to things and how they actually have to work sort of hand in hand. And if you have too much of one, it can be a bad thing. And if you have too much of another, it's a bad thing or yeah. if you have not enough, it's a bad thing. Um, So you have to have the right balance (laughs) and sometimes your brain can get too used to having one like more, I think it's serotonin, which is serotonin. One of the, okay. One of them is the reward. Dopamine. Dopamine. Apparently you get the same thing when you get
1: like an Instagram notification.
0: Yes. Which is why people
1: are addicted to Instagram.
0: So then it's dopamine that it's the reward um, factory of your brain. And if you get too much dopamine, then you get addicted to that feeling. Yeah. And so he's basically saying to be able to understand yourself you have to understand how these chemicals work and then how you are being targeted. Yeah so that the chemicals respond and then how you can stop that from happening. Yeah. And so he's basically basically trying to make you understand the issue, understand how that's being used against you, understand your responses and then how you can so I can Overcome them it. yeah so that's it's awesome. sort of like a self-help book but that's good it. but i i'm actually it's actually interesting from what i've read so far the 20 pages mm. um and i sort of hope that i can do a part like one part a week yeah but i'm not gonna put pressure on myself because that's five weeks and like i hope i'll finish it in less than that yeah <laughs> yeah but <laughs> we'll just see because i've only read the introduction and it's like already been three days yeah. since I've picked it up last. it's
1: okay you don't want to put pressure on yourself because that's the best way to make sure you're turned off something so
0: yeah and I want to make sure that I actually can cons- like take it all in yeah and actually understand it all because I don't want to rush myself into reading it because mm. I actually want it to help me I might even read it twice who knows
1: there we go. Yeah. That well, would be amazing. Book.
0: How boring. No,
1: I think as long as it's sinking in and you're finding worth in it, that's the whole point of reading. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, look, I think the thing for me with shopping is that like, it's not so much of like me needing things so much as just me feeling like, oh, I don't want to miss out. Yeah. Like I want to get this, like, I don't want to miss out. And I want to have, it's not even about having the latest thing. Cause I buy stuff on sale. Yeah. It's just like having New thing,
1: just the excitement of adding to cart, and then even I ordered my cat and dog another collar the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's exciting! That's something to look forward to." Yeah, (laughs) it's not even for me.
0: But I mean, you'll see it, and they probably don't care about it, so you care about it for them. Yeah, but I think also that like when you, especially at the moment when we've had all this COVID stuff. I almost got worse because there was nothing really to look forward to. So I kept ordering packages being like, yeah,
1: I think think a lot of people did. Also, they thought they were saving money by not going out as much, but it's almost false economy because are you like spending more online? I don't know. It goes both ways.
0: I would say definitely. Yeah. Because I think if I went out for breakfast, I'd probably spend twenty to thirty dollars. Yeah. Whereas if one online shopping that's cart not, can be like hundreds, that's half of your
1: shipping. Yeah. Well, you know, not half, but shipping is half of that. So yeah. yeah. Um, should we get onto our topic for this week? Yes,
0: we should. So, I have open this information from it.
1: Yeah, so the test that we did was the resilience test and I think we did the same one. It was mm-hmm. from um was it psychometric tests online or something? Yeah,
0: like yeah. And it's a 50 item resilience questionnaire. Yeah. Which I have to say that I'm not good at these kinds of tests. Like the last time. I just feel like as much as I know myself, I don't know how to answer the questions yeah. properly, and um, they 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 do it off. Um, I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six. Oh no, yeah, six different six measures. Yeah, one is adaptability. Is and there then, five there? No, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Oh no, there is five. Yep. This this one's twice. Yep. <laughs> That's my bad. So adaptability, self control, self sufficiency optimism and persistence. Yeah. So if you ask me, I think that you you would score high in all categories, but maybe not adaptability. Well, that's what I would say. It's
1: interesting that you say that because adaptability was my lowest score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got, I think it's out of 50... Or something. I don't know, but yeah, I, my three highest scores, which were off the charts, was self control, optimism, and persistence. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me no. because I'm very disciplined. <laughs> but adaptability,
0: Self-sufficiency, Though I would have thought you would have scored higher on it. That
1: seems crazy to me, but it's because I know, like, I'm I'm very aware that being at uni puts you at financial stress. Yeah. So I think get back to me on that one. Yeah, right. Because yeah. like I don't really rely on other people much. No, that's I like what to I- do my own thing. Yeah, but even. Because one of the questions in here was, do you need to be around other people or something like that? Yeah. And I was very much on the no end. I actually like being alone. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's about, that doesn't, that's, I guess that's optimism if you're happy by yourself.
0: Yeah. So should I say like a quick thing about what all of the things are that they have? What were you first? Oh, I was low on adaptability. The lowest was adaptability. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're all in line with like they're all very similar. Very close, so, yeah. The, I have three low, like very low ones: adaptability, self control, and persistence. Mm-hmm. That's and why you don't like, read books. Yeah, they're all like in the lower range.
1: <laughs> and self control speaks to your shopping habits. Yeah,
0: it does. <laughs> so it's actually I'm quite not true. Surprised yeah, because even how they answered the question, like how I answered, I was like, I know that that's me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but then self sufficiency. Is high mm-hmm. and optimism is high. Yeah,
1: not surprised. This is yeah. a very upbeat podcast. All things considered. Yeah, <laughs> like we're literally here to make a positive chat. And self sufficiency. You are the type that's like, you want bow buns. I'm gonna go get you bow buns. Yeah, like, that's true. You are always having some project, like going off and doing things by yourself. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not shocked by
0: that. I was. I was sort of shocked because I don't think that I'm like. Maybe self-sufficiency to me means something else to what it actually means in reality.
1: Must, because I thought I was and I'm apparently not.
0: (laughs) Because I always thought self-sufficient just meant that like you would never rely on other people around you. Whereas like I'm happy. Well, I I like to work hard to help other people around me and to help myself, but I don't feel like I'm the kind of person who that's like my highest aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like you
1: wouldn't have thought it was a standout quality. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know, but it says adaptability is the ability to adapt to changing circ- circumstances, which I'm definitely not ideal mm-hmm. at that. Like that's just low for me. And you clearly,
1: yeah. I think adaptability is obviously such an important one because nothing in the life in in the world ch- stays the same. Yeah, like everything they say, change is the only constant. Yeah, and like I'm getting better at at it as I get older, but definitely. I think it, you have to yeah. because you have to like adapting to that is key to being able to like evolve but um adapting to any new situation not that i can't like fall into line i can but i just find it difficult to i guess not move with the times but when i like things a certain way i i think i struggle to let go of that even when for the greater good Mm. i need to like big picture i know that i need to go in this direction yeah But I still get caught on the small things.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. It's even as simple as, like, I always put my – this is an example. It's like, I always put my coffee cup here. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why this is why I put it here and that's it, Mm -hmm. you know. And then if somebody doesn't put it there and I'm like, why didn't you put it there? Yeah. And for me, that's even just, like, such a little thing, but those sorts of things, like, I'm almost borderline OCD yeah. with things like that. And, like, having a place that I sit at at the dinner table, mm-hmm. that's my spot. No one's taking that yeah. spot. Yeah,
1: I'm not like that. I'm not in that.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm like that. Well, okay. And then even with then plans changing, do you know what I mean? So for me, it goes from that level of things at home yeah. to then if I have a plan for, like, a week from now and then that changes, Yeah, I have to really, like, take a step back and be like, Okay. It's okay yeah but I've gotten a lot better at doing that I used yeah. to like fully freak out and be like well then when are we going to do it like what's happening you yeah know? whereas um Dan's really helped me a lot because you have to be in
1: a relationship I was only speaking about this the other day that being in relationship you have to be adaptable because you're not the only person to worry yeah. about now
0: but he's somebody who's extremely adaptable mm, that's good <laughs> and so he's brought out like a more relaxed side of me in that sense because I think otherwise I would just be like with our plans for travelling this year getting cancelled, yeah. I would have been a complete mess if he hadn't have just been like, it's fine. Yeah. You know? I
1: think adaptability is a habit to some yeah. extent because if you're used to living in a very controlled environment, which you yeah. can when you're single, um, because your bedroom can be exactly the way you want it and everything's perfect. But then yeah. like once you meet someone, that has to change because yeah. you just can't like you have to find a middle ground. You can't spend your life picking up after someone but at the same Mm -hmm. time you don't want to like devolve Mm -hmm. um so i think it's a habit that you get used to a new norm Mm -hmm. and also you get used to realizing that you're not the only person in the world yeah and that you just have to deal with it i think being aware of it is also important because if i ever feel myself being stressed i go this is because you hate change yeah and once you accept that it's like okay well at least i know why i'm upset
0: yeah it's much easier once you can accept it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I would say of all the things in resilience, adaptability is the most important. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting because I would have said I'm resilient and I think you are too. Yeah. But when I looked at, I took a screenshot of our our results that we ran on the Instagram and most people did think they were highly resilient. Yeah. Um, so I think it was something like 89% of people said, yep, I'm resilient. And 11 said not really. So I Mm. guess we probably all have very different standards for what resilience means. Yeah. And then very different, um, life experiences that we've had to overcome some might be more serious than others objectively speaking but subjectively that doesn't make it any different because what you went through is still what you went through yeah but some of our responses about what resilience means is keeping sights set on your true north no matter how Mm -hmm. many times you sway yeah which I loved being able to take on and deal with all of life's challenges while remaining true to yourself yeah being able to bounce back from different difficult situations Mm -hmm. and overcoming adversity so i think the last two are very like that's my understanding of it too but i loved um i loved the idea of taking on board challenges and staying true to your course, and that kind of tapped into the other one about true north Mm -hmm. and just remembering what's important to you no matter how many times you might be
0: redirected Mm. yeah it's true
1: because like ideally life is always going to redirect you sometimes for the better
0: oh 100 percent. like you don't know what's gonna what's coming around the corner yeah like covid no one knew that this was going to no, happen. No, and, like,
1: I would say, on the whole, it's been a negative experience, but hopefully people have learned things about themselves through it. Like, mm-hmm. I certainly know I'm a lot more resilient now because yeah. – and also, like, it's – yeah, it's 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 been a test. And um, I remember when we graduated high school. Yeah. This is something that stuck with me our must have been head of school it wasn't our principal we had that weird dinner at the end it was like we'd graduated and we were sitting there in our school (laughs) uniforms like what is this don't I get to go now um and when our head of school said before we left my parting words to you all are is that something I'm gonna butcher it now but it was something along the lines of it'll all be okay in the end and if it's not it's not the end
0: yeah and I think that is
1: like one of my favourite quotes ever and I've come back to that. I, I really wish I was in contact with him because I'd be like, You probably don't even remember saying this. But if you did, when I was seventeen I took that on board and in the last eight years.
0: Yeah, it's <sighs> been a bit Yeah. yeah it's eight, been
1: a while. Yeah. Um in the last eight years I've reflected on that so many
0: times. By the way, I had a thought the other day. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I I sort of hit me like we're twenty five and then I was like, I've known you for like ten years now. Not yet. One more year next yeah, year. Yeah, actually, It'll that hit me years. too
1: because I was thinking about how it's nearly been 10 years since I've been in Brisbane.
0: Yeah. Crazy. I'm pretty sure next year, because you came in grade 11.
1: I came when I turned 16.
0: Yeah. So, so
1: it's nearly 10 years.
0: Next year, you'll be 26. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's like
1: 10, that's crazy to me because I spent 16 years in one town. And no, like, no, you've been I've been pretty much, I have... I've over of of my of my known existence. Yeah. Like I'd say zero to six, you don't really know what's going no. on. So I've spent almost the same amount of time here, but it feels like I've been here so much longer because I think when you're an adult, you have so much more. Yeah, you can fill your days so Life's much more. Different. Whereas all I did back in Maribor I was go to school.
0: But anyway, that anyway, that's a, a little bit of a
1: sidetrack. <laughs> we can come back to that. Um. So yeah, I think that's a really good quote to remember in terms of adaptability because you can remember that there's always more of the story to Mm. unfold and when you remember that you're just on you're just at one piece in a movie that goes for like forever Mm. it's easier to put things into perspective because you know that like even a week ago things that you were really blowing up about now you're like oh gosh that was so silly and I think we're healthier in the long run if we can always remember that and be like okay I'm really worked up about it now but realistically I'm just going to burn a lot of energy and I won't get anything out of this positive by staying burnt up about it
0: and also i don't know if you get this but sometimes if i go to bed thinking about a lot of things even if they're just heaps of little things i'll actually wake up the next morning with a headache i wake up negative well i wake up with like a literal headache mm. and i don't know if i wake up negative or not but i just know sometimes when i wake up and i just have like a pounding headache it's not a migraine it's yeah, just, just a, a headache. headache and i know that i've brought whatever i'm thinking about to sleep yeah and i've clearly somehow I've been thinking about it all night and I've had the worst sleep ever.
1: That's why it's good so, to read or something before bed, because it clears that, it empties yeah. it from my brain. And yeah. also having a book beside your bed to write thoughts down on, because then you mm. go, okay, well, I don't need to keep thinking about it because I've written it down.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's one good tip that I saw someone do. And I, I started doing it into my um notes. Yeah. For my, but now I have a wind down, like I listened to stories before
1: yeah that's good and don't write the things into your phone because then you'll be tempted to check instagram or whatever just write it into a book
0: that is better but i'm i'm always tempted to check online yeah so
1: um self-control
0: see i i don't think i have very good self-control and clearly i have not with the shopping
1: what's the description of that one so it
0: says self-control is the ability to control one's emotions behavior and desires in order to achieve certain goals yeah um my score indicates that I have an average level of self-control. It says that at times I might act impulsive or um, make rash or act impulsively or rationally, depending on the circumstance. I think that's true. Like with some things, I'm very controlled mm-hmm. and I act very rationally. Yep. But in other things, I'm just like everything goes out the window and I'm just like buy, add to cart, it's just <laughs> shopping for you. I think what it is, it's also the pressure. Like, you know, when they have limited drops of things. Yeah. Like Henne. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need it. I haven't bought anything from there though for like six to eight weeks. That's good. It's been a long, uh, there was a time where every two weeks I bought something from there.
1: Scarcity is a tactic that you learn when you're studying advertising. Yeah. Well.
0: So it works because everyone's like,
1: "I, I have FOMO if I don't get this. But the
0: thing is, right, is I know that that's a tactic that they use, but I still fall for it. Yeah.
1: Well. That's I why you got to read this book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My but
1: self-control was very high and I'm not...
0: I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I
1: literally can push if I have something that needs to be done, I will,
0: like, make sure I do it. See, I'm goal-orientated with, like, if I have something that needs to get done, like, when I was doing the wedding stuff and I had to... I did invitations, so I did them all. I'm someone who, like, won't leave it till it's done. Yeah. So I know that I have it. It's just selective.
1: Yeah. I do, I'm trying to think of something that I don't have self-control around. Coffee. Even then, no. Um,
0: no. Oh, because I guess you limit yourself to coffee. Yeah,
1: I do. And But you wouldn't
0: be able to limit yourself to not have it. Do you reckon? Yeah.
1: I went like a few days last month, four or five days without any coffee. Purposely. Um, yeah, because I just was like, I need a break.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: But when I was younger I definitely didn't have self control over everything. Like
0: But you're also very disciplined. Yeah,
1: too. I think I'm just disciplined and it's not like that's not from my parents. I was just born like that. Like I just <laughs> I I, and I, like I, this. well, it's like it's kind of it's it makes me I came out I, disciplined. I did. I just like I literally
0: never got in trouble at school or that's anything why your either. Parents never needed to worry. They about They never had you. to do anything. I just
1: I was born self-sufficient. Apparently not self-sufficient. <laughs> just disciplined, but disciplined. Um, I
0: don't know. I just I think disciplined and persistent.
1: Yeah, very persistent. That's why I'm a distance sport runner. Helped you possibly, but I think I don't. You know, the only reason I got into sport was because I had a natural aptitude for it. And beside yeah. of any physical talent, it was because I was okay with having someone tell me to be at a place at a certain time and do something. Yeah. I am someone- I think that's why I studied so much as well, because clearly as much as uni annoys the hell out of me right now, the only one that goes, if you, if you go through seven years of uni, mm. you obviously are okay with having, having to do something at a certain time and yeah. like show self-control to study and discipline.
0: I'm someone who, if someone tells me what to do, I'm more likely to do the opposite. Because yeah. Because I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. I don't because have... you told me to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have you know good self-control I mean? in
1: that way, probably. I, it depends what my overall mission is. But when someone tries to convince me of something when I just know it's not right, I'll go out of my way to prove them correct.
0: But for me, it's not even knowing if I'm right. It's like if someone said to me, oh, like, like, for example, my dad, if he's like, oh, you have like this stuff that you should use in the fridge... I will purposely just leave it there because mm. I'm just, like, I'm just... I'm not I doing think what you're with you. I think it's the way that he says it, though. Yeah. If he says it in the right way, I'll do it. Yeah. See, I'm very But that, that can weird. come back to bite yeah. you, though. Yeah, I know. But even... I don't know if you remember in school, I was, like, on a behavior card for a good year. <laughs> Did you know this? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, And Miss Maine kicked me out of English. I was sitting in the hallway because... um. I was just talking the whole time. That doesn't surprise me. You do have a
1: podcast now.
0: Yeah. And then she, yeah, (laughs) I could talk to a brick wall. And then she kicked me out of class because I was being too disruptive. And then I was banging my feet like on the hallway. This is, this is. Tia, how old old were you? We were in like grade 11 or 12. Are you
1: serious? You were banging your feet on that old wooden hallway.
0: Just to be annoying. Oh no, actually I was in grade 10. I was. I oh, was that's like, so much better. No, I think this is before you came. Then I think I was in grade ten. It's not that it was better. It's just like I was going through a rebellious phase, right, okay. and like that's why I was on a behavior card. Like I was just being such like a child, a little gem. <laughs>
1: yeah, a boy got kicked out of class. Because of me and Yuton, oh really? Yeah, it was Jeans for Jeans Day, and he kept wolf whistling me, oh. <laughs> so we got kicked out. Oh, so I made a boy gosh. go to the, go to Principal's office because he was wolf whistling me. That's the That's closest so I've come funny. to drama. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that is a matter of self control that you can't push back at that desire yeah. to just prove someone wrong.
0: Um, next is self-sufficiency which apparently which, you're great at which, which it sells it says self-sufficiency is the ability to work autonomously without relying on help or support to meet one's objectives I see that as being true for me and cooking and stuff yeah like I just cook I don't really like it when people help me yeah to be honest I mean that.
1: I don't like I'm genuinely confused why I didn't do well in this one not that it's a test or anything but like do you know I what? don't do anything that involves other people I don't
0: like team sports I would prefer to just read what level of score did you get did you get like fairly high or no i got or, average like, average yeah maybe it's just like the way that you answered the questions
1: maybe because like my go- goal in life would be to be self-sufficient almost to a point where like it that's can be troubling I... in relationships because i don't want to accept help
0: yeah that's what i was saying that's why i expected it to be high from you yeah that's I interesting know.
1: i don't know that's my flaw clearly
0: um, and but then what's after that? Optimism. Optimism yeah. is a tendency to look upon the favorable side of events or conditions, which I think that I do quite a lot. You
1: are very optimistic. That's why we're friends, I think.
0: Why? Because you're... You, but you're not negative.
1: No, we're optimistic. Oh, we're both optimistic. Yeah, like... I like <laughs> no way. Like, I think we always manage to find, whenever we message, it's never all negative. Like we find a silver lining in something. Yeah.
0: Or if something negative is happening, I can find the optimistic yeah. side of it and be like, like oh, don't well, worry. this is good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I
0: think you have to be though, because otherwise that's how you get in like a funk and you can't oh, yeah. get out of it. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. I've definitely. Never had, I've honestly, I don't think that I've ever really been in, in such a negative space that I can't get out of it because there's yeah. always like what you just said, a silver lining. There's always something better that's going to come like that saying that you said from
1: yeah from what we were told in year yeah. 12 I think it's just it's a lot of it is to do with um the way your brain is wired too yeah. though, because I think we're both lucky but we've always managed to wake up on the right side of the bed and glass, yeah. glass half full people because overall also, it's like so it's so easy to keep going when you're wired to be optimistic
0: yeah. and I also think maybe it's also potentially my parents influence too, being like, if I ever had a problem, they'd be like, don't worry. Like it'll, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And then like when you always have that reinforced throughout your whole life, that everything's going to be fine. Of course, yeah. then you become to lean towards a tendency of being like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. And
1: also everything always has been fine for us. Yeah. Like we're very aware of the privilege that we have. Yeah. There's never been a reason for me to suspect that the world is evil. Yeah. So like either through the way our brain is built or our very privileged Backgrounds, Mm. I'm happy to sit here and be like, yeah, um, the world is overwhelmingly good. But like, there'd be so many millions and millions of people out there that would would sit behind this microphone and be like, you have no idea why my brain works this way because this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And that's just like, unfortunately, that's just awful for those people that have to deal with that. So I don't really think that's any, that's through no like, no awareness or amazing attribute of our own. It's just no. the way that we are. It's probably the, the one that is most conditioned out of all of those mm. elements, I would say.
0: Mm. And then the last one is persistence, mm. which is a personality trait referring to task perseverance in spite of fatigue or frustration. See, I don't... I'm persistent, but not... Like, I'll also just be like, Meh. If, yeah. like, when it's something that I don't want to do, like, I don't yep. care about, like, reading. Yeah, You know, like, I'll just... If it's, I don't know, cooking dessert because I really want something sweet, I'll do it. When you're motivated, you're you're okay to do it. Yeah, it's the motivation level that'll decide whether I'm persistent or not. Because when I start something, I'll do it and I'll do it properly until it's finished. But it's whether or not I'm motivated to start doing it or committing to doing it. Which is
1: why they say never rely on motivation, always rely on habit. Yeah. Because once it's a habit, you'll do it.
0: Which... I forgot to say, I got a habit tracking app.
1: Yeah, so that actually might fit in well with our chat about persistence. So yeah. um, even though, yeah, it's nice to make up this thought of all you need is motivation. And if I'm not motivated, then clearly I'm not meant to do it. Well, mm. no, it's just a habit. So Tia mm-hmm. got an
0: app called... Streaks, mm-hmm. which I had to pay for. Yep.
1: Yeah, and what does it do?
0: Um, you just put in tasks that you want to create habits with and it basically just works like a pretty checklist where if you've done something, then you tap, I'll just show you if you you can add a task Mm -hmm. and, um, you can choose like one that they already have set, or you can create a custom one and pick whatever template you want. So I put working as a, something that I want to make sure they do daily, at least
1: (laughs) (laughs) everyone else is just like, okay.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. So the way that my job works is that it's, um, basically a bunch of things that I could do monthly. Yep. And but if I leave it monthly it becomes very difficult yep. and very frustrating and then I don't want to do it, so then I'll leave it to bi-monthly, mm-hmm. which then is still I bad. work with my husband and he gets very frustrated because he's yeah. like why haven't you done the work that I really need to do so yep. that we can function our business. Yep. So I've made it uh and the way that life is and what I do every day, I just get so busy. Yeah. And I just don't carve out the time to sit down and do the work. Yeah. Which sounds ridiculous because it's a priority that I need to do. But even on the test, it was like, do you prioritize work? Or there was a question like how likely are you to prioritize work over something or other. Yeah. And I was like, you like, no, it's because I love there's so many other things, which goes back to like my persistence of if I've decided that I want to do it or not. Yeah. That if I haven't decided that I'm motivated to do the work, then I'm just not going to do it. Yep it's something that i always put at the bottom of the list and i just will happily skip over it.
1: Yeah, cuz it's not it's not valuable to you.
0: It's valuable, but it's just not exciting. Yeah. It's accounting <laughs> like. Yeah. And it's it's fine like i'm so thankful for the work and i love being able to do the work that i do, but it's just so easy to skip over and be like i'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. because you're
1: being allowed to whereas if I don't show up to my job I don't get paid so it's I don't even get sick days because I'm a casual worker so I'm motivated by the money because like there's no other way around it
0: yeah so I just have to motivate myself to do it for the function of our business which you can get away with it for a while yeah not do it which is a bad thing because if I couldn't get away with it you'd do it then I would do it yeah so this is trying to keep you accountable this is trying to keep me accountable and then when I've done it I just hold I just hold it – I've done this one, so I'll, I hold it down and then it ticks it off. And awesome. there's ones that you can do um, – like, so it, it then counts as, like, a streak. So it creates a streak. How many days have so, done it for? Yeah. So, for example, I've got my Apple Watch linked. So it links into – it can do like an automated ticking of things. That's so, cool. So
1: when you've re- reached your exercise goals or something. Yeah. So
0: for example, I if I want to work out for at least twenty minutes a day, even if it's on my day off, I just go for a twenty-minute walk. Yeah. You know, then it'll link that to this, and it'll automatically tick it off for me, so I don't have to think about it. That's good. Um, but you can basically add whatever task you want to it, and I think it's a. This whole app is basically designed around the thought of creating habits. Yeah. Um, and the idea is is that once you've created the habit that you can remove the task and add a new one on, it's got things like not smoking a cigarette for a day or yep. not having sugar. So things like that I think are really cool to help um, be mindful because yep. I think as much as um, – I think it's being mindful with what you do in your day that what is that's what helps create the habits yep. is actually – Thinking about it, and then that's when it becomes autonomous. Once you've put the thought into it, it. and you've created a
1: pattern that will let you, that will facilitate you to fit everything in. Like it can't be a habit until it's you do it at a certain time of the day or for whatever reason. Otherwise, you're just randomly doing things. Yeah.
0: And I also apparently, what does they say? It takes fourteen days to make a habit.
1: Yeah, or more. I don't know. That's a lot of time. It's very easy to fall out of the habit, but very hard to fall into it. Easy. Same with fitness, yeah. very hard to build it, very quick to lose it.
0: Yeah, so I'm fairly certain from some reason, for some reason, I remember someone saying it takes 14 days to form a habit, it could be longer, but I feel like, but then I think it can only take like a day or two to go out of it. Yeah, Like it's that's why going crazy. on holidays
1: can really spin people out, because you're out of your natural, your normal environment and your normal routine, and then you get back and you're like, well,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm happened? trying to figure out how much I paid for it. I think it was like a dollar fifty. That's pretty it's good. It's like one of those dollar apps, you know. Yep. Um, I'm fine with paying for it because it works well, and like I just needed like a something to something kickstart you yeah. and to yeah, exactly to kickstart. Because I think if you get an app that doesn't you don't like, like then you just won't use it. Oh, well, you don't want. You want a ha- I hate. Mean?
1: I used to have to like track all my calories in my fitness pal for a training my plan fitness I was on. Calories. Oh, my God, I hated it. I ended up, like, having to, like, fudge my way through it because I hated sitting down with this stupid app that took so long to use, all for calories of all of all yeah. things, which I'd rather not know about now. The, um,
0: the only thing that I like about that app is you can scan with – if it's already yeah. preloaded um, – yep. You can scan a barcode and it'll recognize it. But if it's not preloaded, it's so annoying. And yeah. you can put like a whole recipe in.
1: Yeah. But then you've got to repeat, eat it, like to know exactly. And you've got to measure it all out. And it's just, for it's me, that's not what I want out of life. Mm-mm. I think we have to ramp up because I have an appointment to get to. But oh, that's okay. a good, solid episode for you yeah. all.
0: And. We should be back next week. Yes. And things let us know if
1: you do the resilience test, um, message us. We've got heaps of traction on Enneagrams, which we loved hearing about. Yeah. So um, someone actually messaged us. A few people did and they were like, can you make it a saved highlight so we can go back and look at our Enneagram types? So that's yeah. all there as well as notes on bullet journaling. And I might do one for resilience because I think it's nice if we do little test things that you can do at home because yeah. then you actually buy into what we're saying and you can like have your own thoughts and
0: about it. And I also it. think resilience is another one of those important ones that we should all try to have like it's always nice to be able to bounce back and oh and push it's nice to like yeah and, to consider it yeah 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 I yeah. think it's, it's when you texted me saying you wanted to I was like oh that's a good one yeah because cool it's such a
1: broad that. topic and we yeah. all like we all touch on it a lot but I think really considering what it means and what components make it up and then being aware of like well okay maybe I don't have much self sufficiency. so much self sufficiency, so what can I do? And which seems wild. It seems weird, but like you know, like there's all things <laughs> we can always build on. It's nice to have goals. yeah <laughs> So um message us where Sunday brunch underscore the podcast and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.